0: Hi Shinto. Hey Chris. We're back again with another episode of Practical Lightworkers. Hello, you lightworkers. Thanks for being here.
1: Hey lightworkers.
0: It's <laughs> so waiting for everyone to respond. <laughs> I can hear you. <laughs> the light in me. Here's the light in you. Exactly. And we're talking um, talking about persecution today. This yeah. is you sent Heavy me that, you sent me a link to uh, a guy who was doing a, a class on the persecution imprint. I can't remember his name. Do you remember his name?
1: No, I would like to quote him. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, right. He he was doing that for light workers. Yeah, right. Specifically to for light workers. Yeah.
0: Yes. And it was a Facebook post he made that was leading to a landing page he had for the workshop and
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: You told me to look at the some um uh, it was a comment from a Christian lady who was being super um what's the word judgment, not even judgmental. It's it was nastier than judgmental. It was like, yeah,
1: it was, it was I would say nasty is, is a proper term. It like, it like, wasn't like, oh, I'm being loving. And I'm, I'm saying yeah. that my peace and sharing yeah. my truth. It's like you yeah. nasty little. Yeah.
0: It was like, yeah. there is one true God and you are basically worshiping the devil. It was, it was how I read it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All yeah. About, which, yeah. And there was nothing on that post that would said anything about. Right you know, the dark side or the you know <laughs> yeah. the devil yeah. or even saying that he was right. God and that's why he was helping light workers.
0: <laughs> yeah. You
1: know, but yeah. Right. Yeah. There was other ones. I don't know if you've seen them, Chris, but there was quite a few of them. And there was like people um saying that they should not call themselves light workers. You know, like wow. that's wrong. And that that you know, wow. there was just tons of Bible quotes. Wow. I, I was really taken aback by it. Yeah. It really sat me back and went wow this is this is one of the big reasons that light workers have such a hard time you know not only stepping into calling themselves a light worker or whatever they decide to call themselves it's it's out of fear of this shaming and lashing out from the community
0: yeah 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 and if we go back uh, you, I think it was you actually. We you you did an Akashic Records reading for me, mm-hmm. and I think you had said um, in a past life I had my head cut off in my little my little uh, my little shed in the woods trying to help you trying yes. to help people. I, and you're not the first person that's told me about a past life I've had where there's been some persecution like that. And so if if you're going to go there, you could say like there's a there's a a, a signature um, coming down through past lives or whatever, where there is persecution that is feel can feel very much like a threat, even though in today's society, we don't really think, oh, it's okay to kill people. But I mean, you could really be carrying with you, you know, spiritual signatures from different.
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, um, whether you want to call it generational or, or um, past life stuff, it it comes in both ways. And, you know, whether it was called the witches or, Right. the warlocks uh-huh. but you know usually they were sent you like they were persecuted and to death right. right and a lot of the people that I've worked with that you know I would call light workers still carry that like they're really right. scared there's this whole fear of if I'm seen you yeah. know right. if I'm seen they know logically that if they're seen they're not going to die but there's this yeah. this deep-seated fear of yep. if I'm seen I may die yeah right you know and-
0: there's a, um, there is a, uh, uh, crap, I just forgot what I was going to say about that. Well, let okay. me, let me, It'll what I down. will offer, because what distracted me from that was this book called Journey of Souls. Have you read this or heard of this? No. So uh, the the author's name is Michael Newton, I think okay. is what it says, Michael Newton. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, I think he was a psychiatrist or um, uh, whatever, something in that field. Very scientific, c- clinical. And he would um, take people into a um, hypnotic state to help um, access uh, trauma or whatever they, they would release, et cetera. What he started to find out where people were relaying things that weren't even their story and long story short, he what he started to notice, because this happened across hundreds of case studies, hundreds of patients, was that they were... Um, reliving a past life. They were, they were saying what happened to them in a past life. And then he and sorry, side note, just for fun here, is that he um he started to notice that they all had a, a similar description of what happened after they died. So he he kind of was able to document what happens after you die as a soul. What where do you go? Right. What what happens next in between lives? It was so fascinating. But it is anyway, he would talk about how people would have a limp or they'd have a thing with their their voice and their throat, and this was coming from. Trauma experience in past life.
1: Yeah. The throat thing's a big one for yeah. a lot of light workers. You know, like some of them yeah. can't even wear necklaces. I I know I've just started being able to wow. do, wear necklaces.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah. Wow. So, you know, there is a lot of that, that people... I would say many light workers are aware of however yeah. you know how do you overcome that when that that's such a deep-seated fear it right. and then and then to see something like that like on that yeah. Facebook post it just brings yeah. it right up like it brought it right up for me like and yeah. even in this lifetime you know I was grow- I, I was brought up Catholic and I have a deep belief mm-hmm. and faith still but my faith has grown you know like yeah. through learning more and and um discovering more of the soul and its journey I mean when I first started learning about past lives I was scared that was scary and I think that's where a lot of the persecution from others comes is their fear of the unknown they don't know what it's all about and it's wrong it's bad it's evil and that's the last thing a light worker wants to be called
0: right 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 yeah you know
1: like you don't want to be called that it's like that's the last thing I am that's the very furthest thing from what. Yeah. a light worker would be they're yeah. coming in and they're trying to help heal the world and make it a better place and and uplift people yeah. <laughs> and yet you know there's that that persecution of even being called a light worker yeah never mind you know stepping into that and saying i'm going to i'm going to do this type of work
0: right yeah. and yet the interesting part of that is and yet uh, we've been <clears throat> courageous enough faithful enough willing enough to step into the work we felt called to do. There was something in our own journey and and, and evolution that was like, this is what I want to do. And so we did it, but then there's like this, I think the rub is we can sometimes play smaller Absolutely. in order to try to stay out of the scope of trolls and mean people who um, would want to judge and uh, uh, attack even. Yeah. Um. And I think that's the rub: is we feel this this desire to make an impact, but we also feel like we can't make as big an impact as we want because we'd have to be seen in ways that be put. We'd have to put ourselves in places where we'd be seen and then attacked.
1: But exactly, exactly. And you know, it's good to start questioning that. Like, is it really true? And and do you care about that anymore? You know, like (laughs) I I think you're right. Like we get called into a a bigger message and, and, an importance of our work. And and eventually we just can't hold back anymore. We can't keep shrinking. Like it's a painful place to be that continually Mm -hmm. shrinking spot um, where it's like, well, I'm not going to do a video. I'm not going to speak my truth. I'm not going to do any of those things. And yet, if you don't, you don't make the impact. So like you said, this, there's that push pull piece.
0: I think there are some, I mean, to make this, um, actionable or to, to practical to use our, our, our podcast yeah. name, you know, I, I love that you and I want to keep the light work conversations practical, because I think that's how change actually happens. Absolutely. Um, the one I think it's okay to um, you don't have to go confront the big meanies, you know, we don't have to go pick a fight. I think for me, what's been helpful is when what number one, when I speak from my truth and not from dogma or not from I'm right or not from you're wrong, but I just say, here's here's what I, I'm learning in life, or here's what I've learned in life, here's what life taught me. This was the lived experience I had. And here's how I think we end up doing this as a as humans, as people. Because I'm taking my lesson and pivoting it to the whole. I'm saying, here's I think what's part of the human condition. Um typically uh, because I'm not calling out any particular religion. I'm not calling right. out, I'm not making anybody wrong. I'm simply sharing my lived experience. It's, it's, it seems to slip under the radar of trolls and haters. Yeah. Um, Cause there's, they're like, there's no fight to pick here.
1: True. And you're also building a community of right. people who, um, you know, resonate, (laughs) you know, with Mm -hmm. that truth and the, the haters definitely end up falling away. And I think the fact that they're spewing and they're hating becomes less important.
0: Yeah. Right. Because you start to feel seen and heard and safe inside the listening or the, the, the the following that you've developed because people really, and what's interesting is when I started sharing that way, people were so appreciative. Like it was just, people were so, They it, they felt like I had given them permission to be who they were because I was simply sharing what I had learned for me and and I think that's the magic of of this kind of, of of light work period is that when we simply share not from rights and wrongs but do we share from what life has taught us and we pass that on to others they just go well, I can breathe a little deeper because yeah I've had thoughts I've had the thoughts you're sharing I'm just too afraid to say it to anybody.
1: Exactly, and saying. then they start feeling the the confidence in themselves that it's right. like, oh, it's not just me. That there's other people right. out there that are are struggling with the same things or right. have noticed the same things that I've noticed, and yeah. and I'm not alone. And then yeah. the fear of of having all of that come at you, <laughs> that toxicity come at you, is 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 gone. Yeah. It's not it maybe even completely gone, but it's not as important. It doesn't yeah. hold the same um, grip.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. I really think. Um, uh, I I want to work with in in our community of Re- with Res- with residents, the yeah. light worker community. I'm really excited to work with light workers who who have been on this journey for a while of light work, but. Realize they want their work their light to shine farther. They want to play a bigger game in the unfolding of humanity right now. Um,
1: Absolutely. And, I've been holding back for a very long time, Chris. I think many like, workers know that. They feel the, the shift. Yeah. It's like, okay, I've been holding back for long enough, and it's time for me to to start sharing what I've seen and witnessed my whole yeah. lifetime and previous, you know, like it's time for me to step up. I Indeed. think that's a
0: that's a really good point the the sharing part of that um is the thing that helps your light shine farther than your than your modality or practice could like your your Absolutely. modality and practice can only do so much um but when you begin to lead how I always talk about it, is lead a conversation, there's a conversation that you are mm-hmm. right there meaning there's an there's a is that does that make sense when I say it that way there's a conversation yeah. that you are.
1: Absolutely,
0: yeah, yeah. You say I am the conversation for the world. The conversation that I am for the world is love, uh, or peace, or um, healing, or there's a conversation that you are, and you embody it. It's just that, yeah. When you start to share it, now that light can shine further than your practice or modality allows it to.
1: Exactly, and I mean, I'll speak for my journey in that I've always um, been called to do video. Like for mm-hmm. what, a decade, huh? maybe? Really? A decade? <laughs> <Yeah. now. laughs> and then I'm like, no, no. But as I stepped into it, all those fears of what I thought people would think went away. And, mm-hmm. and you know, and like I've been getting a lot of mm-hmm. people saying like, look, this has really helped me. And I mm-hmm. didn't even know that it had helped them. You know, I hadn't even heard from them before. So yeah. you never know. When you start stepping into this type of work, what, however, you want to shine the light on on your message and and yeah. how did you yeah. say that again? Yeah. That the the message that you are, or the yeah, yeah the conversation yeah. that you are. Yeah, I love that. Um, then you are yeah. c- creating this huge impact, and I think that's important for light workers.
0: Yeah, and if I took that out, like let's take it out a decade and say that uh, resonance as a community was up to a thousand members and, and and part of what we're doing is leading conversations on our different channels, whatever those, whatever that means. Right. And, but publicly for others to experience, not spiritual channels where others can't hear it.
1: I was like, okay, okay, Chris, we we might be going off. off
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's okay to do spiritual channels too, but, but let's put it in a place that's practical for humans to hear it and experience it. And then I think, so picture, um, that there is a new conversation um, in the digital spaces that that we are having an impact on because we're sharing what life is teaching us or has taught us and pivoting that to the lesson that um, we think would be valuable or helpful for those that have ears to hear it.
1: Exactly. You know you just even look at the perception uh, that will shift in people who are are doing that and like a thousand people doing that. Right. Crazy. and And then- going further, you know, raising the vibrations, right? Like that's what we're here to do is raise the vibrations and the awareness around us.
0: Yeah. Right. If we looked at it, how it is, if we, if we thought about the condition of, I always love to think about, uh, how is it now how are our systems now our systems are breaking down over that like how, what does social media sound like now what do political campaigns sound oh. like now you know there's a what, what we typically think of are the loudest voices who are just fighting with each other you know yeah. i'm right no i'm right you're wrong no you're wrong and there's this no, big but i'm right Chris. <laughs> 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 right there's this big pissing match for um the and there, and you can in it, you can hear this need for ident, my identity to be validated and proved. And as light workers, I think we've done the work to get to the other side of that whole thing. And and yet, the loudest voices who are trying to prove their worth and speaking really yelling really loud are the ones dominating the energy, the, the energetic Absolutely. platforms, digital platforms, and
1: building the fear, right? Like they're building it the stokes
0: fear. fear. Yep. Um, people end up voting based on that fear. Yeah. Um, uh. Uh, people Lashing run out companies in the fear. <laughs> what was it?
1: Lashing out in the fear. Lassing,
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, making policy out of it. So, so now look at the other way. If, if over 10 years um, or however much time, it doesn't matter. But the, now that what you see is there's a balancing out or even an, an, over um, a bigger representation than the louder voices of spiritual voices and voices who are the, the, the voice of reason, the voice of love, the voice of light. That if that was the predominant content being shared, that it would influence and not only would it teach algorithms, by the way, what people want, but it would um it would tell those in power that there's a different way to speak about this and and it would impact those in our lives and our spheres of influence that are interacting with that content.
1: Absolutely. One, it it would just completely shift, um, for lack of a better term, where the power is going.
0: Yeah, right, right.
1: Because right now, you know, the old paradigm has been the power has been over controlling, fearing, dominating, you know, like persecuting, yeah, persecuting. (laughs) And now we're, we, we are really on a a big shift. And if, if light workers aren't going to get out there and people who are, are seeing a different conversation and seeing, um, that there could potentially be a really, uh, good outcome here, then, then Mm
0: -hmm.
1: those voices, I guess, get softened, right? Like, yeah, yeah, we have to, we have to rise up to that level. We do.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I love the I I love this um, this idea that what we get to do as light workers, um, especially if we come together. If we do it on our own, it's totally fine and cool. But if we can find ways to come together, like the resonance community, or you may have a you listening to this may have a community that you you love and feel um, inspired by. um, The more we walk each other home in this light work, in this vision for a new earth, in this vision for what is possible here. Like let's walk each other home in that. Don't, don't um, stay unplugged from that. You know, like to, we're better together. The light is brighter, you know?
1: Yeah. And I, I believe, I believe light workers get this. They just, yeah. you know, need to know that there's a, there's places if they don't have them, there is places yeah. for, for them to be and, and start growing in the, in their work and in their right. conversations and yeah. in their you know, who they are in their being of, yeah. of the shift they want to make in the planet.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Well, I am excited that you and I are um, co-creating that community called resonance and
1: yeah, I am too.
0: Um, yeah. If you're listening to this and you want to learn more about that, you can go to practical lightworkers.com, plural practical lightworkers.com uh, on that uh, homepage. You'll see uh, more about the community and you can click apply. If it sounds like it's a fit for you. Um, otherwise, tune into another episode here. And yeah, keep um, listening. Keep, keep listening. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Sounds Chantel, good. thanks for um, thanks for your partnership in this.
1: Thanks, Chris.